definitely go. Yeah, get it how you live, man. Everybody talking about yeah. all my B shit. I'm just talking me shit. You know me? You know me that? That's, that's all he did. He just created a situation with a couple. Yeah. That was it. I, you know, I was expecting like things, yeah. yeah. Different shirts and shit. Uh, it was nothing like that. And that's why he was good. His like skill as a photographer, like it wasn't even relevant in that moment. Not like he was trying to capture the best shot. He was just trying to He's like, what can I do to create my situation? And that's what I want to catch. And he did, and all the shots are amazing. Yeah. But I feel like that's what it is. That's what it is. That's what y'all do. Okay, you wouldn't understand. This wasn't like it was planned. You want something in my teeth? Okay. Right here? Alright, but. Being a minority for me growing up, um, at some point I let it phase me. I just embrace it. I like people telling me that you can't do something because it just makes me want to do it and go harder. Even as a girl, like, oh yeah, girls can't do that. And I'm like, okay, watch me. Um, I don't let it phase me anymore. Um, I see my dad and he's like a full inspiration for me. He came here with nothing and he has his own company and he's done a lot of great things. So I'm, I'm his daughter, so I mean, I can only do the same. So I don't let it phase me. I feed off of it. I feed off of people telling me, oh, she can't, or no, because she's a girl, or no, because she's Hispanic. I mean, I talk both languages. I already have an advantage. And it's just a lot that I use in order for me, like people telling me negative stuff, I use that and do positive with it. So I love it. I was so, I used to be to where like I had to be what society had in mind for girls. Like, yeah, girls can't wear baggy pants or girls can't wear tight clothes or like stuff like that because it's always, oh, she's wearing too tight of clothes. It makes her a hoe or she just wants to show off or she just wants to do this. And then you wear baggy clothes and it's just like, oh, she's probably lesbian or she's probably into, into girls or stuff like that. So it's just, I, I do it all. like, And that's what inspired me to, just depending on my mood, how I wake up is, what I put on and I feel confident about it. So it's just not hearing people's perspectives or opinions, it's just you doing you at the end of the day. And I mean, if I can do it, anybody else can do it. There's gonna be points and times where we're, people are gonna doubt us because we're barely starting, but 2020 has taught many of us, and not just us, but that small businesses are where it's at. Because I feel the bigger the business, yeah, you know, they're successful, but you don't get that like relationship and I feel we can bring that and I mean the team that we have we're all minorities so I think that speaks volumes.
Um, I'd say growing up as a minority. I mean, obviously, I was growing I was growing up in Plymouth, Massachusetts, so definitely different than Dallas, I'd say, and the South. But um, I was always the poster child for World Diversity Day, and there was me, three black friends, an Asian kid, at least in elementary school, um, and maybe two other minorities for uh, the diverse group of the school, and everyone else was pilgrim descent or Native American. So it was different. Um, and as I grew, moved around, got more urbanized and moved to the city, I got to see other cultures and other things, but I felt like I was a part of the black community as much as I was part of the Brazilian community and other things. I just had different expectations as a minority growing up. I had to act a certain way, do a certain thing. I had to play soccer. Um, it's definitely interesting, but I look white enough where I passed off uh, in certain scenarios where it helped me and benefited me. I think it's cool because I haven't really worked with any company, major or small, that's been minority, majority minority ran, or let alone all major, uh, minority. Um, I would say I, I didn't look for it, so it's interesting to see that that's what this all is. Um, and it's cool because we all have similar backgrounds even though we grew differently. We all have that one mama or grandma that was in there, or abuela or tia, and we have certain similar backgrounds between the black community, the Latino community that are um, parallel. And it's cool to see the work ethic that I have that I thought was mine be so similar to someone else that has, to me, a, such a different background being raised in Texas or being raised in New York or being raised somewhere else. But because of our background not being a majority or being white, just how we look upon the world is so different that we have to grind harder. We have to make sure that we do stuff because we don't have a generational wealth in America. We don't have our roots here as much, so we have to put in that work so we can establish our family. Whereas I don't see that same work ethic as often in other communities because, you know, oh, if I, something messes up, I just go back to my mom and pop's house, typically. It was an interesting run. I was coming a lot and visiting a lot until I actually got the official, um, invitation to, to 52 but from the get I saw a drive a want uh, a hustle and something that I like um, always creatively inclined so once I got into community of creatives let alone that think like me and have similarities as me it was something that I could really attach to and dedicate to something that I could say to my wife like hey this is the real deal I want to stick with this um, and for now, it's just big vision, big dreams, and putting in the work so that I can give my best to be a part of that big vision, that big dream, and know that I was a part of it, even though other people might not know. We know what we did. We know, oh, snap, uh, Nayeli did that, or Brandon did that together, even though the other, you know, other people won't know. We know, and it's like a family. It's more than just a project or a photo shoot or a creative piece of work. It's a family and a united vision. Ready to roll? I'm gonna have to dig back in the crate for now. I guess like over time, man, you know, the more that I just saw you all, 
the more that I saw y'all's energy didn't change when I would speak to you all, y'all were just always nice to me. So then like with y'all being nice to me and us having these conversations that we would have in passing, it just let me know that you all were rather genuine. Right then and there, I pretty much knew that I would like to be friends with y'all and I liked what y'all were doing. So I watched y'all from afar and I've seen y'all progress. So this is pretty dope. Amad, do I have to introduce myself or are you going to do that? It's, it's challenging, especially in today's time. We have to constantly try to prove ourselves, constantly live a double life. You know, I have to be white enough for my American friends and I have to be Hispanic enough for my Hispanic family. It's, it's like constantly living a double life. But... Um, you kind of learn to adjust and uh, I mean the only thing I can really say bro is like we just it, it, it's hard especially right now with everybody being racist and you know all the racist comments and division hate all everything that's going on right now uh, I feel like I feel like it's it's kind of like being uh, it's like constantly having a target on your back for any little thing you do, like any small slip up, something small can like get you in a lot of trouble just simply because of the color of your skin. If your skin was white, you got the free pass. We don't have that. I grew up in a, in a time where, well more like I grew up in a city where every, every time I would see a, a business owner, you know, be your 40, 50 year old average uh, white male driving a nice car, and you kind of you think about it and you, you put that in the back of your head and you're just like damn like am i ever going to be able to do that and uh people constantly telling you like friends and families i remember growing up my own family would be like nah you will never be able to do that because you're you're hispanic and i was like bro why, why would you say that and um now you know i look back at all those times and i'm like nah like the color of the skin that you have does not dictate how you live your life. Or it doesn't, it doesn't keep you from achieving success in something that you really want. So to me, bro, being a part of a minority-ranked business, it's, it's great. Like, it feels amazing to be able to prove so many people wrong that they used to tell you, nah, man, you'll never make it. Dude, growing up, we went from being... Uh, as minorities right now, like you and me, for example, just you know, speaking right now, we went from being overlooked to being overbooked the whole time. That's what being a part of a minority-run business means to me. It's, it's, it's just great, dude. I love proving people wrong. And uh, it's crazy to me to think that people actually have the mentality of like, nah, you'll never make it just because you're minorities. Nah. That's what we're here for. Here at 52, we like to prove people wrong. That's what we do. I wouldn't change it for the world, man. Love being brown.
Latino pride all day long. I would never change that. Right, we gon' be okay. You know I'm gon' do that task right. I'm gon' make mistakes, but don't you forget what I sacrifice. Think I live a flashy life, but I ain't never had this life. And I'm talking about this rapper life, them flashing lights and catching the flights on PJ's crazy, right? But if I gave this life to who I was on God, I would hate my life. And if Jesus take my life, it's I made it to the greatest heights. He said. Look, son, don't be afraid of the heights and don't take prayer light. Keep me close, watch me change your life. Maybe go take a risk. Maybe that'll make the whole situation flip. That's true, but even if things don't end up cool, at least I know I can. Yo, a lot of times we look at life and we just... We spend a lot of time wondering, thinking about the things that we could accomplish, the things that we want to accomplish. And a lot of times those things seem so far off. They seem so distant. They seem like they're not reachable, unattainable. And we already know what that struggle is as dreamers, as creatives, innovators. We already know how hard that process is. I go to sleep and I wake up every day and I have so much pride in knowing that this business, you know, 52 is a minority ran business. It's a minority dream. It's a minority um, operation. And it's something that I'm proud of because we are already doing what 99.9% .9 of the world is afraid to do. And we are also doing what 99.9% .9 of the minority world thinks they can't do. We're not the, the best, the most talented creative firm out there, creative agency out there yet, you know, and I emphasize on yet. We, we haven't even scratched the surface on what we're able to do, what we're going to be able to do. And that's the best part about the entire process and the entire situation. We have yet to really understand and comprehend the things that we are going to accomplish. I'm a firm believer that if I live right and I do right, not only by myself, but by God, that he's going to take care of it. You know, Proverbs 16:3, man, you commit all works into the Lord and let your thoughts and he'll let your thoughts be established. And he'll make your enemies be at peace with you. Our enemies will be at peace because they have no choice. It's only the beginning. And whether the world's ready or not to accept that, it's not my concern. And to anybody who thinks otherwise, I mean, Godspeed. Game on. You tell me I could trust you, don't die. I could really use it. Everybody need love, even they